Welcome to Move Forth with Grace. I am so glad you're here to immerse yourself into God's Word and to open your heart to His lessons today so that the wisdom of God can move through you and into the lives of those around you and continue in generations to come. Welcome, welcome. Today's podcast is brought to you by Neverbands. These are medical freedom bracelets I created for adults and children. I teamed with a medical ID company in Texas so that you can equip yourself and your family against the unethical enforcement of the experimental COVID-19 injection. By wearing these, we can band together to preserve freedom. Get yours today at www.neverbands.shop. It is also brought to you by the Move Forth brand. On my website, you can find tips on freedom, health, and grace, and merchandise for you and your family. My website is www.move-forth.com. I'm reading from the Founders Bible, and it is a New American Standard Bible that includes historical documents from the Founders era. It truly is a treasure, and I highly recommend one for your home. We use it quite often here in homeschool especially. You can find one at www.foundersbible.com. I am following the five-day Bible reading plan, and you can absolutely download and print a copy today at www.5daybiblereading.com. Now, I am not a church historian, a preacher. Um, I am definitely not a theologian, none of those things. I am just simply reading the Bible here on this podcast so that we can do this together and and do it in a year. So that is the purpose of this podcast. I know I'm going to mispronounce things, and that's just part of the experience. So if this is your first podcast, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope that someone that's listening told you about it, and I want to thank you if that is you. So keep on spreading this, the word, right, that this podcast is available just for us to read the, pod, the, um, the Bible in a year. That is what it's for, for us to just be together and to set an intention to sit in the Word of God most of the week, if not each day. That's the goal. Each day is the goal, and I know for myself personally, it is so transformative. So I'm just so glad you're here. You can absolutely go ahead and continue from this episode to the end, or you can um, just stop this episode right here and go to day one and let today literally be your first day in reading the Bible in a year. So it's all good. For connection and community, you can always consider joining the Move Forth with Grace group on my website. I will absolutely not sell you a thing. And it's just for us to gather and to um, be together in a space um, while we do this this year. So, and there you have it, folks. Today is day 77. We will be reading Ruth 3 through 4, Psalm 37, and Acts 4. Boaz will redeem Ruth, chapter 3. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you? that it may be well with you. Now is not Boaz our kinsman with whose maids you were? Behold, he winnows barely at the threshing floor tonight. Wash yourself therefore and anoint yourself and put on your best clothes and go down to the threshing floor, but do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. It shall be when he lies down that you shall notice the place where he lies, and he shall go and uncover his feet and lie down Then he will tell you what you shall do. She said to her, All that you say I will do. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all her mother-in-law had commanded her. When Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain. And she came and 
secretly and uncovered his feet and lay down. It happened in the middle of the night that the man was startled and bent forward, and behold, a man was lying at his feet. He said, Who are you? And she answered, I am Ruth, your maid. So spread your covering over your maid, for you are a close relative. Then he said, May you be blessed of the Lord, my daughter. You have shown your your last kindness to be better than the first by not going after young men, whether poor or rich. Now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you whatever you ask, for all my people in the city know that you are a woman of excellence. Now it is true I am a close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Remain this night, and when morning comes, if he will redeem you, good, let him redeem you. But if he does not wish to redeem you, then I will redeem you, as the Lord lives. Lie down until morning. So she lay at his feet until morning and rose before one could recognize another, and he said, Let it be known that the woman came to the threshing floor. Again he said, Give me the cloak that is on you and hold it. So she held it, and she measured six measures of barley and laid it on her. And then she went into the city. When she came to her mother-in-law, she said, How did it go, my daughter? And she told her all that the man had done for her. She said, These six measures of barley he gave to me, for he said, Do not go to your mother-in-law empty-handed. Then she said, Wait, my daughter, until you know how the matter turns out, for the man will not rest until he has settled it today. The Marriage of Ruth Chapter 4 Now Boaz went up to the gate and sat down there, and behold, the close relative of whom Boaz spoke was passing by, so he said, Turn aside, friend, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. He took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. Then he said to the closest relative, Naomi, who has come back from the land of Moab, has to sell the piece of land which belonged to our brother Elimelech. So I thought to inform you, saying, Buy it before those who are sitting here and before the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if not, tell me that I may know, for there is no one but you to redeem it, and I am after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, On the day you buy the field from the hand of Naomi, you must also acquire Ruth, the Moabitess, the widow of the deceased, in order to raise up the name of the deceased on his inheritance. The closest relative said, I cannot redeem it for myself, because I would jeopardize my own inheritance. Redeem it for yourself. You may have my right of redemption, for I cannot redeem it. Now this was the custom in former times in Israel concerning the redemption and the exchange of land to confirm any matter. A man removed his sandal and gave it to another, and this was the manner of attestation in Israel. So the closest relative said to Boaz, Buy it for yourself, and he removed his sandal. Then Boaz said to the elders and all the people, You are my witnesses today that I have brought from the hand that I have bought from the hand of Naomi all that belonged to Elimelech, and all that belonged to Chilion and Malon. Moreover, I have acquired Ruth the Moabitess, the widow of Malon, to be my wife, in order to raise up the name of the deceased on his inheritance, so that the name of the deceased will not be cut off from his brothers or from the court of his birthplace. You are witnesses today. All the people who were in the court and the elders said, We are witnesses. May the Lord make the woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah, both of whom built the house of Israel, and may you achieve wealth in Ephrathah and become famous in Bethlehem. Moreover, may your house be like the house of Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah, 
through the offspring which the Lord will give you by this young woman. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife, and he went into her. And the Lord enabled her to, to conceive, and she gave birth to a son. Then the women said to Naomi, Blessed is the Lord, who has not left you without a Redeemer today, and may his name become famous in Israel. May he also be to you a restorer of life and a sustainer of your old age, for your daughter-in-law who loves you and is better to you than seven sons has given birth to him. The line of David began here. Then Naomi took the child and laid him in her lap and became his nurse. The neighbor women gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi, so they named him Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Now these are the generations of Perez. To Perez was born Hezron, and to Hezron was born Ram, and to Ram Amminadab, and to Amminadab was born Nishan, and to Nishan Salmon, and to Salmon was born Boaz, and to Boaz Obed, and to Obed was born Jesse, and to Jesse David. Psalm 37 Security of those who trust in the Lord and insecurity of the wicked. A Psalm of David. Do not fret because of evildoers. Be not envious toward wrongdoers, for they will wither quickly like the grass and fade like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil doing. For evildoers will be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord, they will inherit the land. Yet a little while, and the wicked man will be no more, and you will look carefully for his place, and he will not be there. But the humble will inherit the land and will delight themselves in abundant prosperity. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and bent their bow to cast down the afflicted and the needy. To slay those who are upright in conduct, their sword will enter their own heart, and their bows will be broken. Better is the little of the righteous than the abundance of many wicked, for the arms of the wicked will be broken. But the Lord sustains the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their inheritance will be forever. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil, and in the days of famine they will have abundance. But the wicked will perish. And the enemies of the Lord will be like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not pay back. But the righteous is gracious and gives. For those blessed, blessed by him will inherit the land. But those cursed by him will be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord. And he delights in his way. When he falls, he will not be hurled headlong. Because the Lord is the one who holds his hand. I have been young and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his descendants begging bread. All day long he is gracious and lends, and his descendants are a blessing. Depart from evil and do good, so you will abide forever. 
For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his godly ones. They are preserved forever. But the descendants of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked spies upon the righteous and seeks to kill him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand or let him be condemned when he is judged. Wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked were cut off, when the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked, violent man spreading himself like a luxuriant tree in its native soil. Then he passed away, and lo, he was no more. I sought for him, but he could not be found. Mark the blameless man, and behold the upright, for the man of peace will have a, pros- a posterity, but transgressors will be altogether destroyed. The posterity of the wicked will be cut off, but the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Acts 4, Peter and John Arrested As they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to them, being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them and put them in jail until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the message believed, and the number of the men came to be about 5,000. On the next day, their rulers and elders and scribes were gathered together in Jerusalem. And Annas, the high priest, was there, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and all who were of high priestly descent. When they had placed them in the center, they began to inquire, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, If we are on trial today for a benefit done to a sick man, as to how this man has been made well, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel, and by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name, this man stands here before you in good health. He is the stone which was rejected by you, the builders, but which became the chief cornerstone. And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Threat and Release Now as they observed the confidence of Peter and John and understood that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and began to recognize them as having been with Jesus. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they had nothing to say in reply. But when they had ordered them to leave the council, they began to confer with one another, saying, What shall we do with these men? For the fact that a noteworthy miracle has taken place through them is apparent to all who live in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But so that it will not spread any further among the people, let us warn them to speak no longer to any man in this name. And when they had summoned them, they commanded them to not not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, Whether it is right in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than to God, you be the, the judge, for we cannot stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. 
When they had threatened them further, they let them go, finding no basis on which to punish them, on account of the people, because they were all glorifying God for what had happened. For the man was more than forty years old, on whom this miracle of healing had been performed. When they had been released, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard this, they lifted their voices to God with one accord and said, O Lord, it is you who made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the Holy Spirit, through the mouth of our father David, your servant said, Why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples devise futile things? The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly in this city there were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the peoples of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and grant that your bondservants may speak your word with all confidence, while you extend your hand to heal, and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they had gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God with boldness, sharing among believers. And the congregation of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but all things were common property to them. And with great power the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and abundant grace was upon them all. For there was not a needy person among them, for all who were owners of land or houses would sell them and bring the proceeds of the sales and lay them at the apostles' feet, and they would be distributed to each as as any had need. Now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian, birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which translated means son of encouragement, and who owned a tract of land, sold it, and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. And those are our readings today. Finishing the beautiful story of Ruth and how it correlates to our Redeemer, our kinsman Redeemer. I love that correlation. And what a beautiful psalm today, a reminder just of how how much we can trust as believers. And goodness, how unsafe those are that do not. And that are wicked. So we just need to take pause there for sure and maybe reflect on anything that we might need to make changes about. And then of course just loving um reading through through Acts and their courage here. They were arrested and we were warned about this. Jesus warned us about arrests and how we would be hated for believing in him and here it is right here. Peter and John arrested for healing a man, healing a lame man in Jesus' name, and just them saying the, the what was spoken before by David, 
and just how powerful, how they were able to just do this with such confidence and to pray, and then the ground started shaking. I mean, seriously, right? I mean, that is the power of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. That That is what an amazing, amazing gift that is that we get to have in our hearts. Yes. And Jesus even proclaimed that we would do greater things than he. I mean, let's just take a moment to just sit in that awe today. By choosing to believe in him, look at the incredible gift that we have. And just as these people sold everything, right, they, they didn't need anything. They did not need anything because they had the Holy Spirit and the common belief in Jesus as the Savior of the world. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Amen. Let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this time together today. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the confidence to share about you, about Jesus to our to people in our lives, whether they be friends, family, strangers. Thank you for the confidence to do that and for the encouragement and for the inspiration and for the Holy Spirit within us to be able to do that, to be able to share boldly. It is, time, it is a time like no other, I feel, Lord, that we just need to take that ownership and to share boldly. So we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for our one and only Savior, your only begotten Son. Lord, thank you. What a, what a life he lived. And it is truly um, it, it leaves me speechless in thinking about how Jesus conquered death. He is risen. And by believing in him, we will conquer death too. Lord, thank you so much. And I just pray this in Jesus' name with so much gratitude. Amen. Well, that concludes our episode for today. May you continue to be messengers of encouragement as Barnabas is translated son of encouragement. May we be, may we be like that. I look forward to being with you in the next episode. Take care.